Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of Tigers Talk Rugby. Before we get started, I'm Ethan Richards. I'm Becky Rice. And I'm CJ Bakel. And today we have a super extra special guest. Uh, he's a former Connacht professional player and the current uh, assistant coach for Clemson Rugby. Welcome on, Daryl Leader. I, was just, I didn't even know there was that many podcast apps, first of all, I should say that. All the ones you numbered off there, so that's good to know. You're yeah, there's, yeah, there's yeah. there's quite a few. Uh, we learned that when we were setting up to be on those other platforms, we were just like going through it and we we're like, wow, there's a lot more than we thought. We thought it was just like like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and, and Google Podcasts yeah. is all the ones I knew about. I didn't even know about Google Podcasts, so. <laughs> I was like, there's Spotify, and I guess for the iPhone users, there's Apple. True, true. So, um, Daryl, welcome to Clemson. Um, how are you enjoying Clemson in the southeast? Yeah, I'm, I'm loving it here. I've been here probably a week and a half now. Um, I'm currently staying in one of the Clemson alumni's lake house. I think Troy is staying here as well, which is obviously a lovely spot in Lake Hartwell. Um but yeah, overall, it's been class. Obviously, the Clemson campus is is unbelievable. It's completely different to anything you'd have in Ireland, just in terms of like the vastness of it. It's just insane, and all the kind of industry built around it. And so far, it's it's exciting. Um, classes are a, a little bit more difficult than I thought they were going to be, which is <laughs> not ideal, but it's a good learning curve. Um, yeah, so so far, it's all going great. Awesome. Yeah, it's. I mean, I, for CJ and I, we're in our fourth year here, and I know we we are always like, oh, it just gets harder every year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm out of well, I finished my bachelor's degree back in 2014, so I haven't been doing college for a while, and to come back into the masters and straight away they kind of they start very hard straight away and get the ball rolling quick, so. I'm having to learn very fast and do a lot of extra studying. Troy's not happy. I have to, I have to spend some extra time that I probably should be doing, going over stuff with him on like assignments and stuff. But he's <laughs> <laughs> been very good about it so far, thankfully. What's one aspect of Clemson that you're just really enjoying so far? Probably just in general, the weather. If I was back in Ireland right now, it would probably be raining and all that stuff and windy we're here like even yesterday i went up to Asheville kicking um nfl balls my brother like and it's just it's always just so nice and for an ireland to do that like every second day is just raining and windy so i'm definitely loving the fact there's this consistently nice weather i even go down to the pitch just to do a session down it's, you know, it's always nice and mm. really enjoying that using the dumbbells in the little locker <laughs> yeah it's usually not this cold but at least at least it is sunny still yeah that's the most important thing. It's actually perfect rugby weather. Around this kind of temperature, no wind, clear skies, yeah. no perfect. Yeah, so so what Absolutely. brought Clemson onto your radar? Um basically when kind of back in March or yeah, around March, I was just had like a, an Achilles surgery at Christmas time. And around March they were kind of figuring out that I needed to get another another surgery. But that surgery was kind of, the surgeon said it was going to be kind of 50-50 whether it would fix my injury or not. So I was like, I need to kind of start preparing for what happens if I have to finish up playing rugby. Um, 
so then I literally went on the D, I typed in D1 Rugby USA or Rugby USA uh, colleges. Then the first thing that came up was like D1 Rugby, pressed into that. A lot of teams popped up, and out of, out of pure luck, the first team I actually pressed into was Clemson because I, I watch college football. So I was like, oh, I might as well start with the one team I actually, or the college I know. So I literally typed in, pressed into Clemson, Troy Hall came up, and then just sent him an email saying, just saying what I was thinking and planning and doing, and if they could help. And but I just kind of went from there. Thankfully, it all worked out. It took about nine months, but yeah, yeah. I'm here. That's awesome. Yeah. That is pretty cool. Yeah, man, and Jim Gain as well. I got chatting to him as well. He was actually excellent in all of this, mm-hmm. and he's like obviously for you as well. He does does a lot for the Clemson rugby, so he, he's another big part of us. Chatting to him kind of all summer long because I, I was kind of I was 50, 50, 50, 50 whether I was going to stay playing. It was only around oct- end of October that we kind of knew it was like the second surgery hadn't worked. After I gave it kind of twelve weeks or so to see if it healed or not, and then that, that's around when I decided that. You know, I need to stop playing rugby and focus on the college side thing and then push forward to Clemson. So, yeah. I know um, these two over uh, has joined, who've joined us as well, they have been talking um, about how excited they are to have you come in and bring yeah. your perspective to the club. <laughs> you have no idea where I've got a, like a couple friends of mine who play at different colleges and they're, they came, or like over the break, we would go out and, you know, do a little bit of running, play, uh, throw a ball around. And they're always like, how the heck did you guys get him as a coach? <laughs> and they're always, and I was like, it's just a lot. It took a lot of work, a little bit of luck. Mm-hmm. And it was, a, we were just like really thankful. Connections, man. No, it's, it's pretty awesome that to be like, oh, well, I have a coach who played, used to play professionally in Ireland. You know where yeah. the world rugby headquarters are, and he has his own Wikipedia page. That's pretty cool. You <laughs> <laughs> know, he's official. He has a Wikipedia page. Yeah, I'm not even sure who updates that because someone actually did. I noticed someone changed it there recently. I was looking at it only a few days ago. I know someone had changed a few details, and I was like, "Who does that? Who puts in? I don't know who like who's in charge or who edits it." But yeah, they changed a few <laughs> details on me. You know, that used to be one of our like jokes with some of the lads that would go on and. Uh, edit like some of the lads to say something funny or like to edit like Kieran Marmion's height to like four foot nothing stuff like <laughs> that. That used to do but uh yeah I, I, I need to figure out who's in charge of mine yeah you can get in touch with them yeah <laughs> that'd be awesome it was. yeah so um now you, you've been talking about like taking a shift into the school and, and into the coaching role uh what are you looking forward to as a coach um, I suppose, like, I've never had a full-time role as a full-time coach. Like, back in Ireland, I always kind of did, did it on the side, just helping out teams here and there and helping out my school and stuff. And, like, in the, uh, the last month or two before the other lockdowns were in, I was coaching, like, the, helping out the senior team and, like, senior women's as well. Um, but in terms of Clemson, I was just, like, even just from training with a few of the lads doing touch and stuff, like, there's actually so much kind of talent here and, like, raw talent that I'm looking forward to kind of adding my – Kind of knowledge that I've garnered over the years to, to the Clemson team, and hopefully, you know, you can we can like implement that here and just see some serious gains. So like obviously, your man Jim Gain has like ma- massive plans for the team and like for the success of the Clemson team. So just really, really looking forward to meeting all the boys. Probably starting tomorrow officially, um, and just kind of adding my flair to things, how things are done, and adding the kind of the drills that I've done that have worked for me, and 
for other teams I've been not been with. Just adding that all to Clemson, hopefully it becomes very successful. I know I'll be there for practice tomorrow. Yeah, starting off fitness and skills. Yep. A lot of fitness. <laughs> <laughs> it's dreading that one. <laughs> I was waiting for that comment. <laughs> I heard a few boys are actually down do, doing a few practice Broncos last night. Ah. Uh, there was a few down there. Any of you? That's, uh, uh, no, I was not there for that. Broncos <laughs> is like my, le- or my least favorite word in the English dictionary. Bronco. Yeah. Yeah. So I, what I, I'm hearing is you need to give CJ extra Broncos. Yeah, extra Broncos for him, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, what, do you have, like, like, are you – what is your relationship with the players going to be? Like, is it going to be formal? You want them to call you coach or or what What in that front? Yeah, as I was saying, um, I've never – any team have coached before. No one's ever – it's like an American thing, I feel. In Ireland, like, no one – I've never called a coach coach in my whole career. Not even once, I'd say. So, that's what I was saying. Hopefully, the players will call me by my – either Dara or my nickname, Des, ideally, would be what I'm after. Um, yeah, it, it just feels so weird to be called coach. And in terms of my relationship, obviously, I feel like I'm a lot closer to your guys' age. And I'd say, no offense to Troy, he's an old man. Um, <laughs> uh, so, yeah, hopefully, <laughs> as in, like, I'll be helping out and – Hopefully, because of my age, I can see things a lot more from your perspective and how you know, I'm just recently out of the game. So I hope to see things a lot more from the player's perspective as from being a kind of hard-nosed coach. I'm a very easygoing fella. So hopefully that's the kind of relationship I'd like to have. Very that's awesome. Way. And like also, you're, you're a student as well, so you'll be able to relate to yeah. a lot of the col- you know, college athletes too. Just so. another college guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Awesome. So, uh, getting into your uh, like previous rugby experiences and whatnot, who who was your idol for rugby, and like who do you, who is your favorite player now, and is, is it the same individual? Um, my idol growing up, probably like just because we're in Ireland, it was probably Brian O'Driscoll. Um, obviously, he's one of the best players of all time. An unbelievable center. Some of the skills he could do on the field were, were insane. Um, yeah. Just like obviously he's won everything you could possibly win. He's a great leader. Leader. Um, and actually, one of my first or my second start for Connacht when I was 20, I think, or 19 or 20. 20. Um, actually, it was kind of like we were playing against Leinster, and it was my first start that season under Pat Lamb. And before the game, kind of, I used to always kind of like have this approach where I just kind of focus on myself. And I don't really worry about who I'm playing. I just kind of do it's on my performance, what I do. And then I remember just kind of being on the pitch. The ball was kicked off. They knocked on. So we just scrum. And I was kind of just standing there. And like I heard someone saying, I have 15, I have 15. And I looked up and it was like Brian O'Driscoll shouting that he had me in the defensive line. I remember that? I was just like, oh my God, like how am I? It was my second game, but I knew he was playing, but I didn't really register with me that I was playing against Brian O'Driscoll. Yeah. And, I up and he was shouting, I'm 15, I'm 15. I was, like, oh, I was like, how the hell am I on the same pitch as this fella? Um, <laughs> yeah, Brian O'Driscoll was probably the idol. And then in that game, I actually got a really nice tackle on him. So I was proud of him. There you go. And, and it was his last game in the, in, it was his last game at Connacht as well, that game. So we had like a huge crowd there. And it was just, we just lost by like five points in the end. But 
Um, it was obviously class to play against him before he retired and you know, essentially play against my idol growing up. Yeah, that's awesome. That is pretty awesome. So, so your second start happened when you were 19 or 20 and, and obviously is your professional career grew, uh, over the last six or seven years now. Um, and, uh, what has that life been like for you? Um, it's, it's been unbelievable. Um, like I, in fact, while I was in it, I did appreciate the fact, like my full-time job was basically hanging out with my mates and throwing a rugby ball around, which I would do anyway, and getting paid to do it. So, like, uh, it was actually a dream come true in my hometown as well. I lived basically five minutes away from the Connacht Sports Ground pitch. I used to sneak into games as a young fella. I used to always, there's like a back wall that I used to always sneak into. You'd hop, it's like through a cemetery, like the Sports Ground beside the cemetery. It's always like loads of us, like when we're like 10 or 12, hop that wall and sneak into the games. We didn't have to pay. It's a little bit harder to uh, sneak into Death Valley. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that. Um, but yeah, I guess it's been unbelievable. Like obviously, but you know, I'm from I'm a hometown kid from Galway, and like the first time I've actually officially left Galway is to come here. I've always lived lived in my hometown, never left there in 27 years. So it's actually the first time I've moved away. Um, but it was unbelievable. Like obviously winning the title and like you know, getting to run out in front of the, we call them the clan, the Connacht clan supporters for games and like Joe you know, after games, having to catch them and Joe you know, going out and obviously you can't drink here at 21, but in Ireland it's 18, Joe you know, going out after games and meeting all the fans in the pub and like having the crack that way, you know, it was, it was just unbelievable looking back on it. It was class. And again, just hanging out with your friends all day long and you know, playing matches and going for coffees, just traveling the world essentially. Um, yeah, it was unbelievable. It, was, it couldn't it couldn't have gone better, really. Yeah. So, so if you had awesome. to pinpoint like one moment, like a favorite moment or a favorite like aspect of it, what, what would you pick? Favorite aspect. Or like favorite experience. Yeah. I'd say, say after the best thing is besides scoring tries and when that happens, I think like just the aftermatch feeling when you win a game in the change room is probably the best part of it. Like. I remember actually the following year after that game when I was 20, we played Leinster, we won. I just remember like being in that change room after the game, all the boys are so happy and like, it's just the best feeling to walking off the pitch and all the fans are going crazy, like, and just having the crack with the lads and, you know, sitting down after a hard fought game, obviously having played well, hopefully. And yeah, you can't really beat that feeling. You're on, you're on a high until the Monday review and start giving out you for something you did wrong, but... Yeah, I'd say the aftermatch feeling is definitely probably the best after winning a game. Hmm. Would you say that um, Leinster was probably the most, uh, the team that you anticipated or like looked forward to playing the most, or would that be someone else? Um, any, well, Leinster or Munster, it probably would have been number one Leinster. But like any, playing any of the other Irish provinces is always a massive game. Um, hmm. Usually, usually would would lose away, but at home, like, would always do real well against them, and I like, could probably play, like, would always play our best rugby at home against the other Irish provinces. Um, yeah. Beating Leinster is obviously unbelievable. Obviously, Connacht just beat Leinster there last weekend for the first time in like six yeah. years up there. It's actually so annoying. We played them two years ago, just on, on St. Stephen's Day, the day after Christmas, and. Uh, 
we're winning the game all the way until the last play in like the 82nd minute and Leinster score a try to beat us. So that I was remember very that game. Tough. That was it's tough. But uh, yeah, and even playing like Munster as well. It's, I remember I was playing my first time against Munster and I was going to catch a high ball. I remember I caught the high ball and then like Paul O'Connell came and like smashed me and I was just like on the ground and like Paul O'Connell just goes to me. It's great to have another ginger lad in the Irish rugby setup. Which is class, obviously. Um, but yeah, Le- Leinster is number one. Like when you play, like, when you look at the schedule for the season, you always like look to see when you're playing Leinster at home and when you're playing Leinster away is always kind of the big one you most look forward to. And that's what, like, coming up to that week, everyone's, like, gets so focused in for trying to play well in the games leading up to their events. They get picked for the Leinster game as well. It just brings a different level of focus. We always call, like, the Interpro games test match week because it's essentially oh. a test with that level of intensity. Wow. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. Awesome. So moving, moving away again uh, from the rugby stuff. Um, since you've gotten here, I know you were talking about being, being here for not too long. We wanted to know what is the most American thing you've done while being here? And what is the most American thing you want to do while you're here? Like American, you know? Yeah, like yeah, stereo- like the stereotype. Like American thing. Well, you know, when I was down, I was, I was in Asheville for the week before I came here. And obviously I was kicking um, my brother the NFL balls, NFL kicking. That's what he's trying to do. But I always used to think from like watching movies and stuff, show everyone goes to the high school pictures of the stands and does laps up and down the stands. Like that's a really <laughs> thing. So I actually did for a bit of fitness at the, at the end of one of the sessions, I uh, ran up and down the steps in like the Asheville local high school stadium. Absolutely <laughs> kicking. Um, I feel like that's, that's very American. That's a, like Friday night, sli- Friday night light stuff. What's the most American thing I want to do next? Um, I haven't been to a diner since I've been here. Oh, so, Pause oh, Diner is down the road. It's actually pause. really good. It is. <laughs> <laughs> pause Diner is like five minutes away from the field. That place is amazing. So we'll, we should definitely go like before practice or after a game or something like that. Yeah. Team like meal. Fun. Yeah. I'm all for it. I'm a big fan of pancakes, so I'm looking forward oh. to getting a nice big slide of pancakes with everything else. Awesome. Yeah, uh, there's there's quite a few diners that you could uh, – actually, the best diner I've ever been to was one where you, like, you're just on a long trip to go somewhere, and it's just randomly on the side of the road, and you're on the back road section, and there's just a small diner. You see, like – all the cars probably in the 10 mile radius of people who live there are at that diner for breakfast. You, you know, that's where you stop. Like, yeah, yeah that's very true. So yeah. Um, CJ, one of the barbecue on. places. I've oh, true. Barbecue, actually. I went down to Pinehurst to meet, uh, mm-hmm. Robert Borton's there during the week with Troy and we got an unreal, barbecue sandwich with like brisket and like the burgers is insane so yeah so um to follow up with that then um <laughs> was it um mustard base tomato base or vinegar weird questions here yeah <laughs> it's, like, it's not I, I would never ever have thought of that as i was eating the burger but in hindsight i think i do remember thinking this kind of tastes a bit like balsamic vinegar 
Yeah. Okay. Ah, so it was vinegar okay. based. So the reason why I asked that is here, here in the Carolinas, um, the base that you use for your barbecue is very important, and you will learn that very quickly <laughs> as you eat more barbecue. Yeah. It's like a rule that you live and die by. It's true. What is like the standard base people use? Hmm? What is like the standard base people would use? Um, well, in North Carolina, vinegar is like 100% the base. Yeah. Um, in South Carolina, it's usually mustard base. Yeah, my mom's big into a mustard based barbecue. So. Yeah, I'll give it a go. <laughs> yeah. So um, I'm going to pass it over to CJ for some rapid fire questions that uh, we would like you to answer just as quick as you can with the first things that come to your brain. Yeah. First thing that comes to your brain, truthful answers. Let's see what happens. Okay. <laughs> so, there's only three. So this first one is what is the best accent in Ireland? Oh, Galway. <laughs> <laughs> no bias. Yeah, no bias. <laughs> most neutral accent, I feel. My accent's most neutral. If you go down to Cork or up to Northern Ireland, it's really like, hey, like high pitch type stuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Like mine is the most neutral, so that's the best. <laughs> All right. Number two, what is the best American fast food? Uh, so far, probably Taco Bell. It's the only one. Well, I've had a few, but that's the one I, I go back to. So. You haven't been to Chick fil A yet? Or like Popeyes. I have been to Chick Fil A. Actually, what is that oh. restaurant? It's called Cookout next to Taco Bell. It's always full every night. I haven't gone there yet though. But I'm always intrigued oh. by like, the fewer cars outside. Yeah, cook. So like Cookout is, is just like uh like a normal like burger place. So you get like burgers, fries. Uh, yeah, burger place. It's like super. <laughs> like it's a super southern thing, and it's just a typical like place where you kind of go either like super late night. Or if you want something like really cheap, yeah. so you like they're open until like two or three a.m. So you go at you know one thirty two a.m. if you're still awake, or if you want like a burger, fries, and then like a quesadilla with a, a drink, you get like for less than six bucks. Oh, yeah, it's a great deal. It's good food too. I'm always in the queue at Taco Bell, like looking across, being like, "Why is there so many cars in this place?" And like, "Why haven't I gone there?" <laughs> I, yeah, I'm just used to going Taco Bell, so I keep, I, I just kept doing it. But I definitely will have to go one exit early and pull into Cookout. You, you definitely try, should. You gotta try it at least once. No, I definitely will. I'm gonna try probably all the restaurants multiple times. <laughs> That's what I like to hear. Yeah. yeah. All right. I'm last one. Wait, so, sorry. What was you say? I got to you. Thanking me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Last question. And I hope you get this one right because you did say that you watched some college football. What is the name of Clemson's starting quarterback? Trevor Lawrence. I know that. Wrong. <laughs> Not anymore. He's Not anymore. <laughs> oh, I actually know. I saw a video of him. Oh, yeah, I'm just kidding. Yeah, I won't know that. That's too far. Uh, I'm just, we were just kidding. We, we... – So – it's uh, DJ Uyangalale. Uh, there you go. Um, now, he's, he will be our starting quarterback for this upcoming season and the season after. And hopefully he stays for another year after that. But, you know, Not going to lie, we set you up for failure on that one. We, we yeah. kind of did. Um, it was a it was a, it was a little bit of a trick question because like Trevor Lawrence is a valid answer. So... 
But yeah. So that's all we have for you. Um, question wise, uh, we would like to thank you for joining us. It's my pleasure. Um, and for everybody listening, um, if you want to subscribe to us, you can subscribe to us using the link attached to this video um, for people listening on Facebook and YouTube. Otherwise, uh, you can go and subscribe on Anchor. It is $1, $5, $10. Every dollar uh, goes towards helping us make this podcast better and bringing more content to you guys. So we love doing this. And uh, CJ. So is there any rugby this weekend, boys? That's – is it a- – is there any Pro 14 this weekend? There is, yeah. Lens uh, yep. playing Munster. So that's going to be a huge game. That's a good game. Well, there you go. So everybody, you have something to go watch, so you better go watch some rugby. Big derby going on. <laughs>